treating your customers like a piece of shit because that's how I felt when I went to the Alamo Draft House, okay? You know what? I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to text in your little crappy-ass theater. It was too f***ing dark in that place for me to find my seat, all right? I was using my phone as a flashlight to get to my f***ing seat. So excuse me for using my phone in USA, United States of America, where you are free to text in a theater. I was not aware that I couldn't text in your theater, all right? I've texted in all the other theaters in Austin, and no one ever gave a fuck about what me I was doing in my fucking phone, all right? And it was on silent. It wasn't on loud. It wasn't bothering anybody. You guys, obviously, were being assholes to me. And I'm sure that's what you do, you know, to rip people off. You take my money, and then you throw me out. You know, I will never be coming back to your Alamo Draft House or whatever. I'd rather go to a regular theater where people are actually polite. And, it, you know, I'm going to tell everyone about how you are. And I'm pretty sure you guys are being on purpose. So thanks for making me feel like a customer. Thanks for taking my money. Deadass. Serious. I would hate me too. Look at me. Think he is. This nigga don't even crease his air forces. What the f? Shut the fuck up. You lying.
Phenom Radio is the home of the hottest in the music. Tune into the Phenom Radio Top 20 Countdown, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific. The razor sharp, Pupsy. Radio Pause, Pupsy. When the sun... What's going on, everybody? You already know who it is. It's your girl, Remy Jones. I have a special announcement. May 18th, 2024, we are going to be at the PPAC for the Remy TV Influencer Awards show. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to have local talent performing. We're going to have celebrities performing. We're going to have amazing presenters. And all proceeds are going to go towards a job training program. So this is a charity award show. And if you want to know how you can help, if you want to donate, if you want to sponsor, you could directly reach me at www.remytvmedia.com. wished for these things, worked for them, and sought a place where they had a better chance of becoming real. For generations, Brockton has welcomed those seeking something better. From those who came in search of opportunity to today's multicultural population that makes us 
the most diverse community in all of New England. Brockton is a place where homes are more affordable. Communities closer. Where a strong and talented workforce fuels the success of businesses big and small. And the vision of a more diverse and equitable America is being realized every day. It's where ideas take root. Businesses grow. Communities thrive. New beginnings unfold. And the promise of a better life is kept. Brockton, Massachusetts. Where better begins. One new connection. Wanna get out of here? To empower many. This is unbelievable. It doesn't take a superhero to bring forces together. We all have the power to reach out. Let's go! And help someone feel like they belong. Pretty cool, huh? We are stronger together. This is Black Sea representing Green Life Music Group. You're now listening to the booth. On Hoobazoo.com, get with it with my homie Sinister. Get great! The truth is, these kids need discipline. You know, I really believe they, they want to be pushed to the limit. And then good stuff happens. Harmon! Harmon! What the hell? Okay, make way. Clear out! This is heat exhaustion. I'm gonna cool down his core. Take his pants off. Hey, you really don't need to film this, all right? 
Where are you going to put that rod? Okay. Hold his leg up. Stand back. Oh, oh, oh! I said, don't film this. Get away from me. Move out of the way. You'll be all right, son. Go dance. Come on! Is everything okay? Are you all right? Am I going to slip? What? Whoa. Okay, we got another one. Take his pants off. I'm going to have to cool down his car. Hey, he looks pretty bad. You might want to use two of those. Gotcha. Back away. You're filming this, right? No, this is bad. Don't do it! Oh! <laughs> Lucky bastard. Can you dig it? Uh, Can you dig it? Yeah. Can you dig it? Yeah. Yeah. This is madness! This is a Twisted mind of my lineage Designed to get into the depths of your mind Administer sickness around to mimic the lights Of snow cinema What you must get into you nothing but pups Remember you Homer and that be Simpson Son, nothing Ithaca The stalk is like the northern half of Korea's peninsula ESP your island like the booth Something sinister ESP your island like the booth Something sinister ESP your island like the booth Something sinister Alright, it's your boys to this one broadcasting live from the City of Champions. You are watching the booth and I'm having some technical difficulties here. My guest is actually trying to join in to our interview uh, that's coming on tonight. And he just says that he's joining, joining, joining. So when he comes in here, I'll bring him in. But you're watching the booth. It's your boy Sinister to one. What's going on, Billy Atwood? I see you in the chat. Hope things are doing well. And uh, I got to give a big thanks to my supporters from last week. And my guest, Joshua Dallin, was on. And my brother was on. And on Saturday, I did a show with Miss Gina. And she was on with me from She Talks Football podcast. And we talked and broke down, broke down the uh, two championship games that went on last week. And as I said tonight, my guest is also Dominic Pappas, also known as HMMF. And it says he's joining, but it's it's he's not coming in. Up, oh, hold on. He'll have to keep trying the link to try to get in um, and see what's going on. But um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. We got a lot of things to go over. Let me see if I can do something here. Maybe if I can just end the end the Zoom, and I'm gonna reopen the Zoom. And go from there and then once that opens let's see if he can get in um before i get into my show i gotta get into my sponsors and my sponsors are michael douglas Barreto, mdb electronics if you gotta send yourself your xbox controller out and and get it taken care of you can send it out to mdb electronics 24 to 48 hours you're back to gaming lifetime warranty available also 494,000 streams on her library Bianca Marie it's personal please check her out her music everywhere we've got some big announcements as you saw 
um, February 14th is the release of her album. And it looks like my guest is finally getting in here now. Let's see if he's in here. And if he is in here, I can actually switch it over on the fly and do some serious, you know, some Sinister One production type live stuff here. If he comes in here, then I'll switch it over to my guest view and see if we can just go nice and seamless here. He's connecting to audio. Uh, but again, 494,000 streams available now. Deanna Marie, it's personal. Check out her music everywhere. Also, Tactical Target Systems. If you see me down at the range, them life-size zombie targets, those are the ones that I have. I get them from Tactical Target Systems. I actually got to bring some of those down to a business here that me and Travis are going to go visit up in Easton and maybe do a live little show or, or an interview from there. And uh, we'll be able to show you this and check this out. Also, ilovebostonsports.com. Those t-shirts, you have a chance to win a t-shirt if you're in the chat. Please make sure to chat it up and you have a chance to possibly win a t-shirt from ilovebostonsports.com. Kimberly Ann, Empowerment Photography. Ladies, if you want to go and take some of those uh, sexy photos that you never thought you could take, she'll put you in a, a nice setting and we can go from there and take those photos and you can give them to Whoever the special person is, um, as you can see here, Kimberly Ann, Empowerment Photography, Bianca Marie is pictured there in the left-hand side. Underwatch Protective Services, Mobile Foot Patrols, Armed Guards, Event Security and Private Security. Daryl Smith is the CEO. If you need any type of security, please reach out to Underwatch Protective Services. And, oh man, he was just here, and I don't know where he went. He's gone again. Um, so let me get into the news booth. Big congrats to Travis Proddington of Oscar Mike Radio. Travis Proddington's Oscar Mike Radio has already been featured on the VA.gov website. And Travis is now part of the Military Broadcast Radio Network. Well, the Military Broadcast Radio Network has now it is now part of, it is now being featured on va.gov so not only is travis's show featured on there but also one of travis's affiliates that carries his show is on there so that's a co-sense to one production with oversized low productions um that's me and travis's thing that we've put together here oscar mike radio it's been doing some great stuff and i gotta see he's using he's calling by phone now just trying to see if he can get in here. Um, also, there is a special meeting. Hey, what's up, man? I can hear you, but I can't. I I can't see you. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, well, we'll just we'll just have you up here on the phone. Let me see if I could pull a picture up of you somehow and get you in here on the fly. Um, let me put your banner up. Hold on here, people. I'm going to do some stuff right here on the fly. And um, let me bring my guest up. This up, my guest screen. So as you guys can see here, there's just a phone here. Dominic, you with us? Can they hear you? 
Okay, cool, 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 cool. So while I get a picture up to put in place of you, um, your phone little thing here, um, Dominic Pappas is on, also known as HMMF, and uh, he's on with us tonight to talk about his recent release. Um, actually, we're going to have him introduce a song before this interview is over, but Dominic, tell him who you are, introduce yourself, and I'll work on getting this picture up. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I go by HMMF, which stands for uh, Haters Made Me Famous. Um, I've been doing music for a very long time. Uh, things just keep growing uh, every day. Just the work that's being put in is being noticed, is being turned into something that, you know, at the very start of this, I did not think it was going to turn into. But I just believed, believed and put the work in. And uh, now it's just getting better and better. And, and let people know, yeah. man. Let them know how long you have been, because you, you have been in, in this game <clears throat> for for quite some time. You you've actually been on this show before, um, many years ago. So please let these people know, you know, how long you've been doing this. So I've been doing this for about, I would say, about ten years now. Um, I originally uh, started doing this uh, more of a battle scene, more of a freestyle scene, which turned into more of writing songs that has recently came to, I've done a couple uh, songs for short films. Um, I have released more projects, more albums across all platforms. Um, I'm doing a lot of just networking and just meeting a lot of people and just kind of getting the the word out more and more, but just at a higher scale. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I mean, I, I can't believe it's been a couple of years since I was on here last time, but it's good to see everything's doing good and still kicking and, you know. Good to see right, that. right. It's been great to, you know, it's been great to talk. It's been great to see um, the progression. And that's the thing I love to see is when I have, you know, people that have had on, you know, three, four, maybe five years ago. And, you know, they were kind of, you know, yeah. kind of was just hitting the ground running, you know, grinding it out. And then you start seeing stuff, you know, take off, you know, people like you, people like Mr. Clancy, who's out here, um, you know, Viana Marie, who's grinding, um, Exit Fame, all you people who, you know, years ago were just really hitting the pavement, um, really coming into your own, you know. Uh, Joyna Lucas is another name that comes to mind in the Massachusetts area, someone that, you know, I started listening to just off of mixtapes from my son. And um, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. So what, did, what um, is the one thing right now <clears throat> is your main focus with this new project that you've got coming out? What is the main focus on this? So the main focus right now, uh, for a project and just going for uh, going forward is just making the correct moves. Um, very uh, very dilated, very calculated. Um, making sure that the songs are where they're supposed to be. Making sure they're resonating with the right crowd. Making sure that you know, as someone that has started from you know the pavement of all of this, uh, just making sure the roots are still there but still growing at the same time. Right, right, right. And and it's tough because, well, for you, for, you know, it's tough, 
because you know you've been coming up during this whole explosion of social media as marketing which to be honest for a lot of people you know it was a learning curve and then covid hit and then when covid hit a lot of people you know started using social media a little bit different and then as we came out of covid it just the, the use of social media between you know musicians and, and artists has really blown up to where it's i have like kind of a love-hate relationship as far as business going and, yeah. and, and being a DJ, it's almost like a really love hate because you, you can get the most out of social media um, as far as marketing and all that goes. But then as an artist, as we are seeing right now, we're going to get into this discussion with you with Nicki Minaj. You know, you can kind of you can kind of put your you kind of put your career to sleep <laughs> if you don't watch what you're doing. Yeah. I'm going to let you no, speak really. on that. I mean, I think definitely it it was a challenge. I think mm-hmm. it was definitely a challenge. I think it was uh, a learning process for a lot of people, um, a lot of artists, DJs, and everything else. Just, uh, I mean, if anything, me being the type of artist I am, I think that kind of challenge motivated me mm-hmm. uh, just because, you know, the original uh, start of all this is was a challenge for me. So just the fact that there was another level added that, you know, many people have didn't know was coming, didn't know how to do it was a learning step that I, that I kind of thrived off of. So I totally see what you mean by there of how it could be hard for a lot of people. And uh, me personally speaking, I, I, I love the challenge of it. I love the uh, grind of it really. Mm-hmm. What what is your what is your right now? Because everybody seems to have their certain piece of social media that they feel comfortable with and succeed with. Some some artists you see them utilizing TikTok. Boom, they're, they're going crazy on TikTok, and they leave the Snapchats and they leave the Facebooks and they leave the Instagram room because they feel comfortable on TikTok and they utilize TikTok. But then you see some who you know they like to be just visual and they go with the Instagram route and they get their stuff popping on Instagram. And now, you know, we're seeing some of these other newer ones here, but what which one do you feel like you feel most comfortable with and what do you like to Personally, I like Instagram. I think uh my best connection, my best networking is through Instagram. Um through I feel like it's the easiest way to step into the industry. So personally speaking, some of the biggest features I've had have been through connections through Instagram. So um, being able to have that platform that it just, I feel like with Instagram, it's just very wide open, very um, self-explanatory of, you know, you put out content, you make sure that you're engaging, you make sure that uh, you're trying to network with all these people through posts and everything else. I feel like the most response Responsive uh, social media to me is Instagram. Okay, okay, nice. And do you do you tend to go Instagram live every now and then, or do you just keep it strictly the static photos? I keep it uh, photos, and then sometimes I'll do uh, I'll do you know short clips of you know something that I'm working on or videos that are coming out. Um, I I do go live, but not as much um, 
I, I think more for my image is more letting the music speak for itself. I think mm-hmm. the, my biggest marketing uh, success of what I do is is through letting the music just speak for itself. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, if you had to, because you've been doing this for a minute, and like you said, things are finally starting to kind of take off for you. If you could go back in time and and speak to your younger self starting out, what is the best advice that you could actually give yourself that you've learned during this period? I would say to focus on making your content more relatable to a bigger audience. I, mm-hmm. That's that's what I would think. I think when I, a younger version of myself, loved the craft so much that I just expressed through the craft, which is exactly what it's for. I mean, exactly what it's for. But it's also being in the position of being an artist, you also have to realize loving the craft is half the battle. Um, I think the other the other half of that is figuring out how to speak, have a voice, going to allow you to express yourself and be able to either guide others or have others hear you instead of just putting out music because it has a beat or it has lyrics. Um, I think that's the note that I would leave my younger self. Okay. Okay. So using that, I, 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 you're, you're going to be the first one I've ever asked this question as far as an artist goes, because I, I like to ask these type of questions for someone that I've seen start out young and then they come up through the ranks and then, you know, they're finally progressing. What was right. your mature moment? In other words, you know, when you're coming up, you know, some people have that, oh, they want to be clubbing every night. You know, they're bringing all their friends with them to every show and, you know, running up the tab and blah, blah, blah. But then eventually you have that maturing moment and then you realize that, damn, you know what? I can't keep bringing all these people. Oh, I can't keep doing. What was your maturing moment during this time of your growth? I would say my maturing moment was seeing results through streaming services. Oh, okay. I would say that going from someone that started out as a SoundCloud YouTube artist, um, where things were, you know, you just would upload or you would, you'd put out your content very easily. I think that state of mind was very young for me. I think when I started taking myself, more serious and seeing the results of, you know, putting in the work for copyrights and putting in the work for, uh, you know, getting the the best product that I can that I can present. I think that was my humbling and maturing moment, uh, seeing how that I actually will make an impact, and I have to put an impact that's going to be, you know on the mature side and not just, you know, someone that just loves to make music. I think it was, I think it was that waking moment. Mm, Good. I like that. And it's funny because to be honest, for a lot of artists, um, when you ask, if you were to ask that question, I think that's with the explosion of social media and the, the ability to see all the analytics now that you could never see before. I think for some, that is the maturing moment for a lot because 
you know, it's one of those things where everybody used to tell you this stuff, but you never saw it. You know what I'm saying? You never could see it. Right. Um, you know, yeah, being on DistroKid or being on some of these sites and now having control of seeing where your music is streamed and seeing right down to the phone that the person is listening to on it and where they're listening to it at, you know, that the, the analytics that you get as an artist is insane. I feel like a secret agent sometimes when you're looking at some of these analytics and you're looking right down to where your music's being played in these DJ pools, um, right down to the, to the club in, in a country. Um, these are numbers. These are, these are like real, wake up numbers for you because you can go and see I, I i know when we look at viana Ree stuff um sometimes we think about damn maybe we should plan on doing a show completely outside the boston area because sometimes some of the, her music pops outside of boston and it's popping hard you know detroit pumps her music do you have that same thing when you look at your analytics are you surprised sometimes at like where your music is popping strong and it's sometimes could be weak here yeah. in Boston. Yeah, so I noticed that when I started going across all platforms. So when I started having access to Spotify for artists. Yep. Oh yeah, that's Spotify. another good one. Yep. So when I started seeing all of you know different countries, like my top country isn't even America. Exactly. Yeah. So. <clears throat> It's just it's just interesting to see how your music can travel when you, especially I honestly if to give a honest opinion on it I think the last place that you get your hype from is where you're from I agree especially as a as a Massachusetts artist I, I think that's the story to be told is that there isn't a lot of support in your home city until it's, you know, unmistakable. And, and until it's to the point where you can't mistake it for anything else. And then it's, you know, then you kind of get the, the home love. Um, I don't know why it happens that way. Um, I'm someone that, you know, as an artist, I track before my time, my time. And then obviously we try to make the right moves in the future. But you see those those stories of it's always the last place. And I guess me noticing that more, it, it has a lot to do with the analytics. Um, so yeah, I totally agree with you. The analytics definitely is game changing. Yeah. It, it, and it is like, we've seen, we've seen a lot of uh, her tracks get, you know, real big over in, in Greece. She's getting a lot of airplay in Greece and how we know this, this, was that there was a there was a nightclub that was playing quite a bit of her music out there in Greece. It was one of the top nightclubs. We clicked on it, went on the site, and you could see that this was one of the top clubs. And then what we started to see was was that some of the clubs around that area, that radius of that area of the island in Greece where these clubs are, we started seeing the analytics for her song being played in these other clubs. So I'm like, I get it. Now I see this one club's been bumping their music. It's probably getting a good feel there. So these other clubs are like, oh, that's a hot track. Let's let's take this track and you know we'll do this over here. And 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 it's just it's so weird. Like it's like I said, like you said here, it's your your hometown is last to support you, and that's it's crazy that it's that way. It's 
Yeah. It's insane. It's insane you would never it's think. that way. You would never think because when you're coming up, that's your, I mean, that's your audience. It's who is around you. So you would think that your first, that your first port or fan base would be through where you started, but it, it's not that way. Um, right. I, it, it's definitely interesting. It is. It is. So what we're going to do here, I've got um, the Numb To It video that you released. It's it's not actually a video. It's just the, uh, the banner video. And um, I also have Roadhouse. I also have Roadhouse. So I don't know which one you want me to p play. You tell me, and I'll, I'll get this on for everybody. Um, I would say Numb To It. Numb To It. And then uh, I was actually, I, I sent to your email. Uh, an unreleased track that I was going to premiere on your show tonight. Oh, shoot. Hold on. Let me let me get into my email here. You were going to... Ooh, tonight? Uh, it hasn't been played anywhere yet? Um, it has been played anywhere. It comes out in two weeks. Ooh. Is it, um, is it just an audio track or a video track? It's an audio track. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me go into my email. Let me just get into this right now because i may just play that right away on the audio and we can just leave us up and going well actually while i get this let's introduce um roadhouse let's let's show roadhouse video first while we're getting this and then uh actually my email is actually open up you sent it to my uh since one productions correct i sent it to the one the email you said send songs to this email okay so that'd be that one so let's introduce I'm gonna, I'm gonna get I was gonna this say, let's do numb to it. Let's kind of get the, let's get the hype going. Okay, say, yeah, we can do numb, we can do numb to it. it. So let's get numb one. to it. Let's get numb to it on, and then I'm gonna download this, uh, this new track that you just sent to me. So here we, uh, talk about this numb to it. Just let us know real quick. I like people to tell the story of a song before we play it. Okay, so numb to it was just, I think it was another moment of clarity for me that um of just coming up in this game i mean really i think the biggest part of my music is is it speaks it uh it speaks for itself and it, you can tell where i was at mentally uh in that moment um and as of recently including numb to it just a little a little story behind it for the last year i have not been writing lyrics i have just been putting beats on and letting it come out um, oh, okay. It, it, I think it's gotten to the point of in my craft where I, I feel like I've mastered my craft. And, um, mm -hmm. yeah, this was a, a – I actually timed it. It was a 27-minute recording session of me putting the beat on and then me finishing it in 27, sec or 27 minutes. Nice. Okay, so you, you's really, you're really going in on this stuff now. So that's – I like that. So let's see. Let's get this up yeah. here. Boom. Um, let's get this up. Let's get them to it on right now. Here we go. Yeah, I swear I've grown numb to it. Say it's when they see me, then they see me. Never comes to it. I make music for the streets. They going dumb to it. Play me in the club. I'm going stupid. Throwing ones to it. Whoa. Yeah, they throwing ones to it. Swear 
I know she really love me. I love the tongue movement. Okay, I'm getting better and better. You better send them a letter like they can't fuck with me ever. I swear my chain like a treasure. I'm out this world, I'm a matter. You wanna talk, then I'll let you. I swear this track is a debtor. No way the fuck that I'm headed. My music lethal a weapon. That shit can hit you, need medics. And I don't care if you like it, but shit, you gonna respect it. That shit's a threat and a promise. Say what you want, but I'm honest. I'm on my way for my money. And this how bad that I want it. 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 This how bad oh, I Hey, I swear I've grown numb to it. Say it's when they see me, then they see me. Never comes to it. I make music for the streets. They going dumb to it. Pay me in the club, I'm going stupid, throwing ones to it. I, I swear I've grown numb to it. Say it's when they see me, then they see me. Never comes to it. I make music for the streets. They going dumb to it. Pay me in the club, I'm going stupid, throwing ones to it. I, yeah, I swear it's too old, I'm closing every loophole My pockets be on sumo, shawty say that I'm mucho She suck me like a supo, I'm needing all the kudos They salty like prosciutto Yeah, I'm the best, they need a credit gift They know that I'm competitive, I sleep them like a sedative They numbers in the negative, my talent like it's heaven sent With all these dead presidents, and how can I address them When they never own a residence, I see them with their hesitance The way they never fucking get it, fuck with all your celibates I'm Before we start, what's up? We're back here in the booth, and I'm actually in my email. I'm just trying to find this email that he sent me. If I can get this track on for you guys, um, I just want to make sure it didn't go to my junk mail. It's the one at MSN. Uh, did you say it to K Hayes at uh, SinceOneProductions.com? Hey, Okay, yeah, that'd be great. So he's going to resend this to me right now. People, I'm sitting here waiting my email because I want to get this on because he wants to debut it tonight. Nobody's heard it before. And um, I'm just sitting here. I'm going to wait for my email to pop up, and then I'm just going to drop it. Yeah, yeah, it's not my junk mail. Check on my junk mail for it. All right, I just resent it. You just resent it? All right, cool. Let's check this out. Hold on, people. You know what I'm going to do, people? Let me put this B right back on for you, people. Check this email, and we'll be right back. Here we go. Better one. 
Alrighty, already, already, we're back here in the booth broadcasting live from the City of Champions. Had to get this song because he wants to break it on this show. It is the first time everybody's hearing this. Um, it's actually going to be dropped in two weeks, he said. So, man, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you introduce it, man. All right, the song is called Sorry Freestyle. Uh, this is a song that is definitely speaks volumes. Um, and I just like it to, I'd like y'all to have your own, uh, opinion on it and just let it play, man. Just let it play. All right, here we go. His sorry by HMMF. Here we go. I'm just going to leave our screen up wide open so people can see us vibing to this. Here we go. You said you sorry, but I couldn't hear it You did me wrong from my heart and my spirit You took a hit, now now you couldn't clear it I don't talk too much, but hear out my lyrics I started out taking trips using spirit I'm from a city, you know what you fear it Faking is real, only one way to wear it You faking so long, you gotta be embarrassed yeah, you gotta be embarrassed This from the heart ain't no cussing or swearing I cannot afford ain't no switch up or tearing How this shit ring you think I went to Jerry's That's how you are, I will not blame your parents You copy others, I swear you a parent I told you everything, I gave you the clearance Say what you want, but I know that you shared it yeah. We were supposed to be some brothers in this shit I undercover shit I'm sick of all the lovey-dovey shit It always get me hit I swear I'm smooth as butter in this shit I know you love this shit I know you never wanna see me win Well, I just gotta win I swear I'm hot as summer in this bitch I love to watch it drip I swear there ain't another in this bitch I always check this shit Ain't looking like a lesson in this bitch I never question it I swear they see me flexing in this bitch Cause I don't need a lift EMS, I stretch them in this bitch I always empty clips I know I see them stressing on my shit Because I come Equipping now, I got him dancing in this bitch. I need a milli quick. I swear, I seen a milli rock. I do not need a clock. I swear to God, I know it's me a clock. I talk about me a lot. I know the pain. I know I seen a lot. I know they got the drama. Drink that tea a lot, but I don't sip a single drop. I know that I'm a pass the top. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, coming with it crazy like that. Okay. See, you know what? I love yeah, seeing the that's... growth and I love seeing the maturity. That's what I love seeing um, when when artists come on, you know, years later. You know, it, it's great to see that growth and that maturity, man, yeah, and that yeah, track. Absolutely. So what do, you, what do you got going on for shows coming so, up? I got a couple shows. Um... I'm lining up right now in the process of getting a lot of these venues out. Out. I'm going to be doing my own uh, my own tour. Uh, it's going to be a Midwest tour, and I'm going to stop out in uh, Massachusetts. I got two venues that I'm lining up out there. Uh, ironing, I'm ironing out all the details as we speak, actually, really. Um, mm -hmm. And kind of getting everything together. And uh, going to have a lot of merchandise and everything attached to it. So we're just, like I said from the beginning of this interview, is just doing everything, uh, making the right right moves uh, moving forward. So 
just getting everything ironed out. But yeah, a lot of shows coming up this spring and this summer, uh, which is when the the full project will be out. Is going to be anywhere between March and April, I would say. Okay. Okay. Nice, nice. And this is about the this is about the time where you know we we. You know, everybody's getting their shows ready. The summer's coming quickly upon us. Yeah, we're, today's, tomorrow's the last day of January. You know, February, this is it. You know, people are starting to book all their summer gigs, all their uh, fall, actually, I hate to say it, we're going to be book, booking fall gigs <laughs> in the next nope. couple of months it, or so. It, you know, it's, it yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, again, how can people follow you on social media and, and stay in touch with you, man? So right now, if um, everything is under HMMF, uh, from my Instagram, everything's linked into one uh, characteristic. So HMMF, all my stuff will come up from Instagram to Twitter to um, all platforms, like streaming platforms, HMMF will come up um, through go uh, Google verification. And uh, yeah, it's it, HMMF. And that is the easiest way to to access me, my social media, and my music. Nice. Good stuff. I want to thank you, man, for coming on the show, hanging out with us. It's great stuff. Is there anybody you want to shout out that's been, you know, really helping you through this? I definitely want to give a shout out to my girl. Um, just just for seeing seeing the vision that I've been painting for years, even before I met her. Um, just to give the support I've received. Uh, through all of this, uh, I would also like to shout out uh, my best friend, also my engineer, uh, Jebedea. Uh, we've just we've been grinding, doing this for like I said, ten plus years. Um, oh and, wow! Yeah, you, you've got the same dope. engineer. Wow, the same engineer. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yep. We I started like a long time ago. We've been doing it now, and we've been we've been doing it. Nice. Good stuff, man. Well, I want to thank you for coming on the show, hanging out with us. Um, you got to send us some videos and stuff and share them when you head out to that, that West Midwest, man. Yep. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. So I want to thank you for coming on the show. I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back with more booth after this. Um, and, uh, we'll get ready to close out the show at 7:44. I see everybody in the chat, Andrew Fernandez, William Atwood, Felicia, what's going on, everybody? We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back with more Booth after this.
broadcasting live in the City of Champions. It's your boy Sinister One broadcasting live back here in the City of Champions. And I got to thank HMMF, Dominic Pappas, for coming on the show. And good stuff. Make sure to follow him. Make sure to check out his music at 745. Got to get back into these topics so I can close out the show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and watching the chat. Um, as I mentioned, there is a special Brockton School Committee meeting tomorrow night, 545 at the Arnon School. Please, please, please make sure um, Tony Rodriguez sent the invite out on several Facebook pages that are linked to the Brockton community. Um, this is involving an incident that happened Friday at Brockton High School where a student was injured. Um, we also had another issue where a student walked out of the Pluff School, but she has since been found. Um, the young girl who walked out of the school was found 12 hours ago. The Brockton police updated their website she is home safe and sound, but we still have this issue of this student that was injured last Friday. Um, some of the things I'm hearing is, is that this, this young student was kicked in the head and was sent off to the hospital. And I'm hearing that his mother um, is very upset at the situation. Um, there are a lot of people out there. Some people are talking um, cover up and things of that sort. Um, I'm sure they will... I'm sure the city council and the school committee will all be on tap tomorrow. I'm pretty sure the school committee will answer whatever question they can answer. One of the things is, is that you got to be real careful when you say cover up. You're dealing with minors. You're dealing with kids in school. You're dealing with students. So to be honest, um, it's not really covering up. You're protecting the identity of a, of a child. Um, so that's why some of this information isn't being put out there. Um, the people who need to know who the child was, no. And that's and let's just leave it at that. Um, tomorrow night, if you really want to be informed, if you really want to know the information, um, please make your way down to the Unknown School tomorrow night. Um, 5.45 p.m. <clears throat> is when this meeting is going to kick off. As you see right there, Tony Rodriguez actually sent the invite out. I actually got the invite. But I have a prior engagement, but I would definitely love to be there. Hopefully... Hopefully this is on YouTube so people will be able to watch it and see. But again, this is tomorrow night, 5.45 p.m. <clears throat> at the Unknown School Special Brockton School Committee Safety Meeting. And speaking of safety, um, I saw <laughs> Richard Ripley sent out an email and attached me on it um, about proving people wrong and things of that sort, which was kind of weird. Um, when I did come on this show with him, I did say to start the show off right out the gate. I said, I'm speaking on my knowledge of bus and public transportation. My knowledge. I did not speak on behalf of... I don't know how many times I said I was not speaking on behalf of Bat Bus. So if you're receiving crazy emails from Mr. Richard Ripley, because I already sent him an email, let him know and set him straight, um, that I was not ever speaking on behalf of Bat. I was speaking on my own personal 20-plus experience uh, years of experience in bus transportation in regards to uh, the doors. Now, he had come on this show, and he had spoke about, first, he said that all the doors were open on the bus, and the bus was moving, which is impossible, because all the doors, rear doors, have rear door interlocks on these buses. Then he changed it up, and he said, the front door is open. Now, on the front door, I know state and federal, 
uh, vehicles like the T, that front door has to have the interlock system. The bat bus system is a private bus system. It's privately owned. So I would have to check and clarify if they actually fall under the need of having a front door interlock. They may not because they're a private company. <clears throat> so it just turns into they just need to suspend or or discipline their drivers who may be moving the bus with the doors open with somebody in that area. That's as far as that. Um, to be honest, my opinion in the matter is, my opinion, if if Mr. Ripley in the city wants to stop doing this back and forth and all this crazy stuff that's going on, my opinion would be enable the front door master switch on the on these bat buses, these Gillig buses. Just enable that. And you can't open the front doors on these buses while they're moving, period. And that will end this whole thing that's going back and forth between Mr. Ripley and the bat bus company and and the city hall and him going after the mayor. I, I think that's really all you need to do to, to just stop it and end this whole thing. Um, granted, for me, in public transportation, um, it, you really shouldn't be moving that bus with the door open, the front door open, if there's passengers still right there, period. Um, that is a dangerous act. They've even batted said it was a dangerous act, and drivers have been disciplined. If you want to stop disciplining drivers for this, I um, that's my opinion. I would, I would, I would, I would enable the front door interlock switch. So now that that door, that door interlock is now also engaged when the front doors are open. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm not sure. I can't speak for that. They may not have the front door interlock system in those Gillig buses. Okay, so I don't know. That's something that. Mr. Ripley would have to bring up to the, the BAT advisory board and have them check in on that um, and go that route. Moving on. Man, in the legal booth, Massachusetts state troopers, six of them, took bribes in exchange for passing scores on commercial driver's tests. Uh, two of these state troopers are retired. Um, you know what this is? This is one of those, it's a who you know deal. Um, People who couldn't pass the CDL, they were paying and getting kickbacks. Uh, things like paving companies going out and getting their drivers CDLs, and these state troopers were getting their driveways done for nothing. Um, some of them were getting spring water. The funny thing is about this story is, is when you look at the story, it was 2018 is when this investigation began. 2018. That's around the same time the RMV story started to come out at the registry. Now, I'm not saying I know anything, but I'm going to say it's safe to assume <laughs> that somebody that might have been tied up into this RMV story, this scandal that went down where people were just sentenced, um, they, may have, they may have sang. Because one of the things when the, when the RMV story came out, I said... This is bigger than just Brockton RMV. This is a this is bigger. This is going on all around Massachusetts. This isn't just a Brockton thing. And when you look at this story, um, one of the people that's arrested that's a civilian, he owns a tractor trailer truck training school that operates out of Brockton. Now the only tractor trailer school training that I know out of Brockton. That I know of is Parker out of the fairgrounds. Um, so I'm not sure if this gentleman is connected to that, but that's 
one of the other people connected to this story, um, he was arrested. Um, so it's going to be very interesting. So I'm going to assume that this story was blown open by somebody who probably cut a deal. And I could see it happen because the registry story is at the state level. Is at the state level. Now you flip and turn these guys over doing this to save your ass. Guess what? CDLs, that's a federal license. So now you've got a federal crime. That's why the Department of Justice, that's why the DOJ is involved. Because this is a bigger crime. These are state police. They're, you know, taking bribes for a CDL federal license, which now makes this a federal crime. So if you're an RMV person looking to save your ass, I'm, I'm just going to assume that these people might have flipped and gave this operation up. Um, and then it's probably just, you know, crap rolls downhill. Crap, crap rolls downhill. Andre Fernandez says probably came to light during the discovery of the trial. You're right. <laughs> you're you're absolutely right. It could have came out during the trial too. Like I said, this this wasn't just a Brockton Registry thing. This was this is bigger than people realize, and it's a, and it's again, once again, it's a who you know. It's money. It's all about that money, and you know, for every for every three good cops, there's. Lately, there's been four bad cops, and it's horrible to say that, but the corruption that we're seeing these days right now amongst police officers is just, it's, it's crazy right now. You've got two mass state police officers who retired. They were retired. They may lose their pensions now. This is a crazy story. This is a crazy story because this means that people who couldn't pass the CDL were given licenses. And it's funny because I, I complain about people driving around the state of Massachusetts and not knowing how to drive and what the heck is going on. And it could very well be the reason why a lot of these people can't drive is because they paid their way into their license. And that's why they can't drive, which is kind of crazy and scary to, to even fathom that thought. It's insane. Also in the legal booth, ex-guard... <laughs> For the Boston Celtics, Rajon Rondo was arrested on gun and drug charges. Um, he actually, his gun charges stem from the fact that he has a stay away order and he's not even supposed to be in possession of a gun, but he did have a gun. Remember people, we heard some of these Rajon Rondo stories when he was here. This is one of the things that led to Rajon Rondo um, getting ousted from here. There were some things that were starting to come up and you know that, that led to it, but it was quickly quelled when he was sent away. So now, you know, we've got these issues here, and I don't know, man. It's, it's, a, it's a crazy fall from grace. Raj Rondo was one of the top players in the NBA at one time. You know? So sad to see. Also, when you've got crooked cops, there's nothing more worse than crooked veterans. Crooked veterans, a military vet, faked using a wheelchair for 20 years to collect $660,000 in benefits and you're trying to tell me the va didn't ever catch on they never called him in for appointments nobody ever checked this guy for 20 years for 20 years oh snap arnie briggs is in the chat what is going on mr arnie briggs when i was coming up through the ranks sports page with joe o'neill was the show out of marshfield cable 
I was actually doing podcasting before it was called podcasting. I was actually showing up to Marshfield Cable Access with a little Radio Shack PC mic, my laptop, my Dell XPS laptop. I would hook into the mixer. Arnie would help me out. He was, he was always asking, what is this? How are you doing this? And I would go through Ustream at the time because Ustream was the only website out there that did this stuff. And I would broadcast the Marshfield Cable Action Show Sports Page with Joe O'Neill out to the internet as a, as a, as a part. It wasn't called, like I said, it wasn't called podcasting back then. There was no name before it. This was before everybody started doing this. Arnie Briggs can vouch for this. He was there at the studio. He was amazed with this stuff, and he was an older guy. And I'm glad to see him in there, Arnie, man. Glad to see you chiming in. Glad to see you checking out the show, man. Great stuff. Uh, if you tell, if you see Joe O'Neill, let him know I said hello. And um, sorry about his dolphins. <laughs> but I know he's gonna come back and say sorry about your patrons. So <laughs> Arnie knows those discussions. He knows those discussions. Um, also in the legal booth, the floor of the house just approved social media ban for minors under 16, which I'm not happy with. Why? Because the government already has a law. There's already a federal law that says that, you know, kids 13 and over, that's the legal age to be on the internet is 13. When you turn 13, it's up to your parents to be parents and parent your children. But guess what? Because in this day and age, and as you guys see on TikTok, as you guys see on Snapchat, parents don't parent their kids no more. The crazy stuff you see from kids on social media under the ages of 16 is cringy. It's cringy as hell. And to be honest, there's some parents out there doing stuff with their kids under 16 that's still cringy as hell, and the parents are standing there right beside them. So now the floor of the house is just approved for social media ban for minors under 16, which I don't agree with because you've got some kids who are good kids, and utilize social media for research, you know, for things in school and things of that sort, and utilize it in the right way because they have good parents. And I see a lot of people, I see a lot of people agreeing with this. Okay, you, you like the fact that the government is coming in and parenting your, parenting your kids. This is a job that should be for parents. The government shouldn't be parenting your kids. This is, this, y'all can love this. Y'all can love this. But when you got... Enough knuckleheads crashing up cars, and then the government comes and says, you know, we're taking cars away because people don't know how to drive. Where are you going to be? What are you going to say then when that happens? Hmm? <laughs> uh, yep, Montana, Montana did it with TikTok. Exactly right, Andrea. Exactly right. Uh, judge, uh, jury awards E. Jean Carroll four times the amount she was asking for. She got $83 million from Donald Trump for defaming her last week. Guess what, people? <laughs> if you're donating to Donald Trump's war chest for him to become president, <laughs> part of your money is going to E. Jean Carroll. <laughs> I'm, just letting you, I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. All you MAGA people out there donating all this money to try to get Donald Trump back in the White House, your money, some of that money is going to E. Jean Carroll. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just letting you know that money ain't all going to 2024 presidential run. That money's paying off some of his debt and his court cases. Also, another elitist, older white man 
is in trouble stepping away. Vince McMahon of the WWE, we all knew he had legal problems. He paid some people off, and then he came back. We were all surprised when TKO took over. We were all surprised that Vince McMahon was back. Well, guess what? Another bombshell story of sexual allegations. Some nasty, crazy stuff that Vince McMahon was doing along with John Laurinaitis, who was also known as, you know, some of the other people out there. And Brock Lesnar was also involved, which was why Brock Lesnar was a scratch at this past weekend's Royal Rumble when he was supposed to show up and he didn't show up. And Pat McAfee had to go in and come back out. Yep, that's right. So... He is done. Vince McMahon is probably all done, done. Um, my thing about Vince McMahon is, is that it, now the stories, I truly believe the stories about Dark Side of the Ring. Because Dark Side of the Ring, supposedly, these guys were threatened by Vince McMahon. Uh, they were told to get their show off the air after they aired an episode involving Vince McMahon and Ric Flair. Um then all of a sudden, this show strangely came back after Vince was brought up on those first charges. So I kind of believe that these guys from Dark Side of the Ring were telling the truth. Um, DJ Rick Buchanan in Memphis <laughs> was found dead in his house by his brother. Head chopped completely off. Head cut off. You, look, someone really has to have something against you if they're going to cut your head off. They either really hate you or they are sending a serious message to cut your head off. There's nothing, that's some crazy, sick, demented stuff. You can stab somebody to death, you can shoot somebody to death, you can hit somebody with your car and kill them. But when you get real personal and cut their head off, that's a message. That, that's a message. I don't know what DJ Rick Buchanan was involved with. I don't know who he owed money to. I don't know who wanted him dead, but they got him, and they sent the message. You cut somebody's head off, message sent. <laughs> message sent. Um, Andrew Fernandez says, <clears throat> uh, Andrew Fernandez says she's sure she it will never see the governor's desk, which she's talking about Florida. She also said that um, E. Jean Carroll is donating the money to charity he hates in his name. Ooh, love that. Also, in the entertainment booth, WWE's Raw, as of January 25th, will make history. Why will it make history? Because it is moving from Peacock. Well, no, no, no. It's um, USA. It's moving from USA. Raw is moving from USA to Netflix. WWE Raw will be the first live streaming show to hit Netflix raw now here's my question raw for the three hours will not be on USA is that going to change raw as we know it are we gonna go back to the first Family hour or the first two hours of family raw and then that last hour are we gonna get the raw like we used to see back in the 90s that would be great that would be great you know what I'm saying that would be interesting I'm, I'm pretty excited for January 2025 also in the WWE if you saw the Royal Rumble this week um, 
So great matches, some great matches. Uh, CM Punk was hurt, so he's not making that trip to WrestleMania. Um, Kevin Patrick, who had been on SmackDown, released from the WWE, and they've shifted Michael Cole over, and now Pat McAfee's going to come in. Pat McAfee's going to do Raw. Kevin Patrick was absolutely horrible. He got wrestlers' names wrong. He got spots wrong. He got terminology wrong. It does not surprise me that Kevin Patrick got the boot. He was absolutely horrible. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Everybody liked him backstage. But when you're watching an episode of Raw, you're watching a pay-per-view, or you're watching SmackDown, and you're calling people by the wrong name, or you're using, it doesn't work. Pat McAfee, bringing him in and bringing Pat McAfee to Raw is is a great look. I like Pat McAfee as an announcer in the WWE. I'm ex very excited to see him on Raw. This could be a big thing for Pat. Also, right here, right now, I know a lot of people are saying that Hollywood's not original, Hollywood's not doing this, Hollywood's not doing that. Hollywood has gone and made a cult classic. They've remade Roadhouse. It's official on Amazon Prime. It features Jake Gyllenhaal in the Roadhouse movie in the role that Patrick Swayze, I'm going to put baby in the corner, Famous. Look, and first of all, first of all, don't get it twisted, people. Roadhouse was a flop. It was it wasn't really a it wasn't really that kind of a hit. It was a slow burn and then it became a cult classic. Roadhouse was not this big money out the gate film. It was a slow burn and then it became this cult classic thanks to um VCRs and things of that sort like my brother and us we talked about last week there were certain movies that got popular like that because of that so here's the trailer for Roadhouse and oh man it features Conor McGregor pretty much as himself here you go before we start do you have insurance what your coverage good like you have dental Oh, haha. Is there a hospital nearby? Is it like too far? About like 25 minutes, I'd say. I just slapped you. Are you all right? What? So you like to fight. You ever win? No one ever wins a fight. This ain't the Holiday Inn, pal. I am I'm moving. A friend of mine suggested I come talk to you. I own a roadhouse out in the Florida Keys. Lately, it's been attracting the wrong clientele. I can pay you good money. Judging by your car, you need that. Well, I like my car. Think about it. Come on, brother. I know who you are. Elwood Dalton, big fan, man. That guy's got a knife under his shirt. You just take a big step back and pop me in the face. You can do it. Tell me about this bouncing. Yeah, it's all nice, like he's Mr. Rogers or something, but then he'll haul off. <laughs> really interesting guy, overall. Grant wants to take the roadhouse away from me. He wants to build some resort. I should warn you, people have a certain way of getting things done around here. Hey, fellas. Looks like you're having a smashing tonight. Oh, I got a tip for you. 
Don't let no one get this close. Let me guess. You know, threaten me. Tell me to get out of town. I get the impression that we can't be threatened. Once Knox is on the job, it's over, baby. It takes a lot to get me angry, but when I am, I just can't let go. People seem a little aggressive around here. Is that one in front of yours? No, I just broke his arm. That is big, uh, seeing Tom Brady, no bull here, merging together. Um, like I said, South Boston. Tom Brady's here and doing business and keeping business going. No bull, big ups to them. Big ups to them. Like I said, I think it's 150 Broadway, South Boston. They're right in South Boston. It's great to see a shoe company like that get a, a big push. I can't, I can't wait. Also, Miss Gina and I were on the show this past week to talk about the AFC Championship game and the NFC Championship game. As you guys all know, my Detroit Lions, who I was rooting for after the Patriots had a horrible season, I was hoping for the Patriots, you know, that memory that we had be felt by those Detroit fans. They almost did it. Eminem and his team, they, they almost did it, um, but they fell short. Brock Purdy... Man, you know when you you know when you watch a game and you see you see that maturing moment? We saw that. Um there's a there's, and I can talk about it. we saw it with with Manning when when they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. When you you know they like I said it was like week eight, they wanted Manning gone at the Giants. They wanted him gone. And then you saw this change, this maturity click. And they went on to take the Super Bowl from the Patriots. This past weekend, we saw that in Brock Purdy. We saw that switch click. When he ran off and tore off that 22, 23, 20-yarder, 
run there, and he got up, and it, you know the camera was on him, and that's when I seen his face. I was like, "Yo, he got it. He knows. He knows. He knows now." Um, and Shanahan trusts him, and um, it's gonna be San Fran, and taking on. And I, you know, I had her on the show Saturday. I got to thank Miss Gina for coming on the show because she's a big Baltimore Ravens fan and supporter i was in her i was actually in her twitter spaces during this game and i told her i was nervous i was worried about this game don't let this game be close i told her don't let this game be close and in exactly how i said it was possibly going to go down um you had two crucial plays by zay flowers that hurt the ravens you had uh back-to-back penalties by the defense on the ravens that hurt them that gave up 30 plus yards then you had an uncharacteristic 12 men on the field on a crucial Chiefs drive. 12 men on the field. Giving the Chiefs their win. The Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. But here's the big thing, people. Bam. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey celebrate with a kiss on the field after their win. And Travis got his AFC championships and you know she stepped aside she asked she you know it is what it is look they're in love they're in love whether you like it or not they're in love and it's awesome it's great it's great to see two people supporting each other in this day and age I get it you know it's good it's good for them um a lot of the hate is really <laughs> really strong but for me for me, it's about the NFL being uncharacteristic. They're they're getting that money. They're getting that tail of money. And that's what's bothering my, me right now when it comes to Taylor Swift. It's not her. It's not their relationship. It's the fact that the NFL has gone all in on this Taylor Swift thing. And, 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 and look, for marketing, support reasons, and all this stuff, I agree with it. Take it. <laughs> they got to take it. $331 million they made in all different revenue streams since that war- first week that she showed up, $331.5 million. And as you heard me talk with Miss Gina, as she said, there's guys who have been posting that their marriages have been saved, their relationships have been saved uh, with their daughters and things of that sort because now their daughters or their wives are sitting down watching the Kansas City game because they're Taylor Swift fans. And now we've got a Super Bowl. We now have a Super Bowl where Taylor Swift's involved. She's going to be in Japan the night before. Her concert ends at 10 o'clock Japan time. It's like a, I think it's like a 14-hour difference, 12 to 14-hour difference between here and Japan. So she's going to be here with two hours to spare in Vegas because Vegas is on the West Coast. So she's, she's going to gain time coming here so she can be at the game, you know, and, and part of me this week, you know, I put out there and I said to myself, you know, man, if you're Usher and you're in charge of this halftime show, you just, I feel like if you're Usher and you want to cement yourself in NFL history, you got to ask, maybe ask Usher to postpone and take next year, <laughs> you know, and I, my friend Melissa from Hot, Hot 96.9, she says, you're insane. There's no way that's happening, but I'm like, you know what? These are elitists. <laughs> Money, money talks, money talks. They've got two weeks. They've got two weeks to do whatever, to do whatever. Two weeks to work her into this Super Bowl, whether it be asking Usher to move his <laughs> appearance the next year, because they've already got a stage set up. She's already touring and doing her show. 
So for her to do a little set and bring some of that Eris tour to that to the NFL fans is really nothing. There's no rehearsal needed or nothing of that. She's just going to bring part of a tour and what she does on the tour to this to the to the to the Super Bowl. That's easy enough. The, the hardest, to be honest, the hardest part would be trying to get Usher to move. What 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 money? If I if I'm on if I'm Usher's team right now, legal team, I would be like. If they come to us, we need a number. Because people don't realize this. The artists don't get paid for Super Bowl. They don't get paid for their appearance. Not, it's, they don't get paid. It's all about what you get out of it, like Rihanna did. Rihanna didn't get paid for it, but what did she do? She came out, she unveiled her baby bump, and it went trending and wild, and she made a ton of money from all of that. The weekend, he made a reality TV show based on his Super Bowl appearance, and he made all of his money off of that. So you don't get paid for the Super Bowl. So if they were to come to Usher and be like, hey, if Jay-Z was like, hey, I'm going to give you X dollars to postpone the next year, I'm pretty sure Usher's people have a number if that was to happen. I'm pretty sure of it. So we'll see. But $331 million, um, I can tell you right now, <laughs> get ready. Get ready. Because there's going to be a sponsor. And there's going to be a Taylor tracker that's going to be monitoring her when she leaves Japan. There's going to be a plane on NFL Network or wherever. They're going to be tracking that plane. And when we have the pregame festivities, <laughs> they're going to have a trailer tacker, tracker. I, I'm, I'm dying to see who's going to be the person to track her while they're on TV. There's going to be a designated person. There's going to be. That, I, you know what? That would be a good... That would be a good correspondence for the Nickelodeon kid. For those who have been watching Super Bowl, um, Nickelodeon has got a NFL contract to show a couple of games on Nickelodeon, and Super Bowl is one of those things that you know that they they cover. Um, that would be a good. Uh, that would be a perfect correspondence coverage for the trailer. The Taylor Tracker. The Taylor Tracker should come from Nickelodeon, and then you get a sponsor. I don't know. You you get. State Farm or somebody would sponsor that tracker, but that tracker would be, you know, monitor the plane, monitor when she gets there, monitor arrival, you know, and they'll, they'll, they're going to make a big, they're going to make a ton of money off this. But all I hope is next week during Media Week, I know when Media Week hits next week, when Travis is out there, it's going to be like Barack Obama out there or some other, or some other major, like her out there. Um, the cameras and everybody's going to be crazy. I just hope Travis keeps it about the game. I, I That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping Travis just keeps it about the game when he's out there for media day. Um, and we go from there. Um, also, Daytona 500. Wow. It seems like the season just ended for drafting the circuits. We're going to be back. Drafting the circuits is going to be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, the Rock has been named the Grand Marshal of the Daytona 500 just weeks before the UFL takes off the spring football league. So the rock has been all over the place. Daytona 500. And there's still rumors out there that he may be taking on Roman reigns at WrestleMania. The rumors are still out there. I don't see it. I know CM Punk is injured. I know CM Punk tried to change Cody's mind and tell him to go after Seth, but we've already done that story. I think, I think Cody has to go after Roman reigns at WrestleMania. I don't see the rock coming back. Also, in the Biden bombshells, uh, Andrew Fernandez says, NORAD will be tracking it. They still have their Santa tracking system. Yep. 
That would be the best way to do it too. That'd be great. That'd be another great way to do it. Um, and Biden bombshells. These stories I'm going to table because next week is first Tuesdays and my guys will be on. So one of the stories I'm going to tease right now that we're going to talk about, please people, please pay attention to what's going on down there in Texas. Down in Texas, Greg Abbott, Greg Abbott has declared that Biden has broken the compact between the United States and Texas and invokes his right to defend itself from invasion. In other words, the migrants that are coming across the border where they put up this razor type um, barbed wire to keep people from coming in. And yeah, there's some people out there that are saying this and saying that about this and you can't do this and can't do it. Here's the problem, people. There's things you can and cannot do. Um, he's also um, not allowing Border Patrol people to do their proper job. They're, they're hired by the government. And he's blocking them and he's utilizing the Texas National Guard to do his bidding. Um, here's the problem with that. Um, DeSantis and a couple of other crazy nitwits have said we should, um, and Trump, they said that they should have other states who want to back Texas should also put their National Guard and order them to go down to Texas and help Abbott down there against the Border Patrol and federal agents down there. Guess what? Here's the problem with that, dumbasses. The problem with that is, is that at the end of the day, they're still under the command of the commander-in-chief. So if you send National Guard down there and you try to weaponize them to go against the feds and to go against the Border Patrol, you know what Joe Biden, the president, is going to do? <laughs> and, and this is scary. This is scary. And this is where it's going to get ugly. Joe Biden is going to take those National Guard troops that go down there, if they were to go down there, and he's going to federalize them. He's going to take them over and give them their orders. And if you don't do what your president tells you to do, then guess what? Remember that trailer we saw from A24 called Civil War? <laughs> That's how that type of shit begins. <laughs> so people, 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 please, please, please pay attention to what's going on in Texas. Don't be paying... Look, if you want to pay attention to Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, go right ahead. If you want to pay attention to the Super Bowl, you want to pay attention to all this other stuff, but look, 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 look. Please do send us the one a favor and just take five minutes out of your day and just peep in on Texas. Just go on the internet, on your phone. Just peep in on what's going on in Texas. Just look, I'm telling you, this, this, <laughs> it's some scary stuff right now going on in Texas right now. And you're seeing a couple little people on on their social media talking about, I stand with Texas. <laughs> Man, pay attention, people. Be up on it. Uh, again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in the show. These are the people that have uh, supported the show and backed the show and helped the show out. I want to thank these people for... Uh, Supporting with the beanies and supporting with all that stuff. And, um, you know, I, I can't thank these people enough. Also, um, oh, why is this not? It's 824. I think we got to get ready to get out of here, to be honest. Um, it's actually 824. Let's get these up here, though, before we get out of here. Oh. 
So again, thank you everybody for supporting the beanies. I got my actually old banner in there that I got to swap out. Um, it's great stuff. Also, the shows that I produce, Drafting the Circuits, Oscar Mike Radio, Maddie C Sports for You and Me, Happy Hour with Lito Podcast, Homeland Hero Salute is a new podcast, Uba Studios, and as I said, Drafting the Circuits is going to be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, my son's girlfriend, Bree, she's part of the SHS Winter Guard on February 1st. They're doing a performance for friends and family. The AAA of Brockton Black History Month is Everyone's History. Um, February 10th at the New Heights Charter School. That's going to be from 11 to 5 p.m. Also, my artist, Viana Marie, who has her official release party on V-Day. Um, she'll be doing an interview on February 10th with Jackie Brown on the Icy Show. Check that out. Also, the cool concert table series. Number three takes place February 16th in New York. Sha Elemental is on this ticket. He just released the track. The all-black uh, Central American Brunch. Actually, that happened on the 21st. Um, that was in Everett. So big shout-out to Via Guatemala Coffee. And the New England Professional Baseball kicks off in May here in Brockton. They're signing players left and right. Please follow the New England Professional Baseball League here in the Brockton area, and uh, Remy TV Awards. That takes place May 18th of 2024. Please, please, please share. If you can help out, reach out to Remy TV. And uh, Viana Marie is actually nominated for Best Female Artist. Also, May 25th, Vampires vs. Zombies is taking place. The streets will be flooded with Vampires vs. Zombies on May 25th. I may not be going down to Maggie Valley. I might be attending that if I don't go to Maggie Valley. Plus, ride the Bat Bus for free December 1st to May 31st. It is great. Please do. And there's one game left. One NFL game left. 75 cents wings. Platinum City Gaming. Check them out. 294 Winter Street, Taunton. And again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the show. Great stuff. Great things. Great everything. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Andre Fernandez said the president would federalize them, but that would be an ugly mistake if they didn't. Exactly. Exactly. Man, I should have kept that that Civil War trailer in here for you guys because that's a crazy trailer. Um, if you all haven't seen it yet, go on YouTube, search A24 Civil War trailer. This movie comes out um, in April, I believe. It's It's a scary, scary thought. Um, Andrea Fernandez, you're right. You know, if they don't obey, it's going to order. Here's my thing I'm worried about. It's not going to make it to a court-martial. I hate to say this, Andrea. If we get to a situation where where those troops don't obey their order, um, it's scary. And actually, I've got my legal guys on next week. Got my legal guys on here next week with me. One of my guys, Robert Resnick, is a military guy. He's a also a JAG officer. So he's going to know what he's going to talk about when he gives his answer to this next Tuesday night. So you don't want to miss it. You don't want to hear. You don't want to miss what he's going to have to say. And I may just show you guys this trailer before we talk about it on the show next week. But other than that, SpongeBob, hey, can you do me a favor? Take us. Home. Well, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to The Booth on Hoobazoo and HatcherRadio.com. Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. 
The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One. I've got to start hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics and stuff. It's just that I'm up on this level up here and all my friends are down here. Me, nah. You guys, nah. Maybe a little more down, down here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I smoke, I drink, I do my thing. These bitches hating, so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy. If only I made it, bitch, you don't repeat. Now that I done upgraded, I've been upstate, but y'all think I'm playing. And I gotta hit now for these weak ass hoes who think I ain't slaying. Try me, try me, and I'll probably end up laughing, cause I never back down. I'm that chick with a clean ass whip. I don't need that shit, it's like I'm on now. Tired of fuss and fighting, guess I gotta crack down Don't mess with me, cause on everything I'ma have to bring the whole city out W-H-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O That's who is it I come W-H-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O That's who is it I come